0: Hello and welcome back to the 93rd episode of the iRace We Gamble podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Alex Crum, and I'm joined as always by Josh Seimer. Crum, it's good to be back. Looking forward
1: to uh, what the 2024 season is going to bring us. I'm guessing probably not too much different than last year, but who's
0: to say? Yeah, that's, that's fair. We've I feel like we have the most uh, continuity between seasons that we've had in quite a while. So I, I do tend to agree on that front. Um, but there's a couple new things. There's some stuff that happened in the offseason that we some of it we already knew coming into this uh, off season, But we'll recap it a little bit. Um, but first, just want to go over a couple like high level, like newsy type things. Um, actually, today, the day we're recording this, February 1st. Uh, news dropped that Lewis Hamilton's apparently going to go to Ferrari in 2025. Um, There's a ton of contracts in F1 that ends at the end of this year, so I guess he's getting ahead of the game, and kind of surprised he isn't just retiring, and he's going to another team uh, after having the majority of his career at Mercedes, but that's interesting news, I guess.
1: Uh, When that popped up on my phone while I was at work today, I was like, oh shit.
0: (laughs) Wait a second. This is Didn't big news. not see this. that coming. Yeah, surprising late career move from him, but um, I'm sure they'll cover all the dramatics on Drive to Survive, uh, which there's now a NASCAR version of, sort of. Um, it's half the number of episodes, and it's only based on the playoff really part of the year. They cover like getting into the playoffs and then the playoffs themselves. Um, but it's like a five episode docu series on Netflix called NASCAR Full Speed. First two episodes are super Denny Hamlin heavy, so if you're, like, over Denny Hamlin and his podcasts and everything he does, you could skip those, probably. Um, there are some good tidbits with, like, Bubba Wallace and some other guys, because obviously 2311's involved there. Um, but episode three is probably the best yet. It, that was the one that started with Ross Chastain that I, uh, I think I messaged you earlier tonight when I started watching it, and I was like, oh, shit, this is uh, we got a Ross episode. Um, that episode is probably the best, like overall, just had the most variety, interesting storylines. Um, but episode four was interesting too, because Christopher Bell kind of comes in, um, because he went into the final four last year. So, so far it's a pretty good show. A little, a little underbaked, a little Denny Hamlin heavy in general, but still really well made. Still, I think gives you a lot of cool insight. Um, also booty Barker, uh, bubble Wallace's crew kerchief is the coolest guy in the world. If you learn anything from that show, I think it will be uh, renewed appreciation for that crew chief. If you if you didn't know who he was before, his name is Booty. His name is Booty Barker. That's all he, I need to know. And he, he's uh, he is in a wheelchair, and he is still a top level crew chief, and I think that's pretty cool.
1: That is an all time name.
0: Yeah, and he he uh, he has a very like I don't know if it's. Maybe a Virginia, but maybe further south than Virginia. Like, I'm probably going to get yelled at if someone actually knows better than me. Um, but, like, a really f- funny sort of version of a southern drawl that is hilarious to listen to. So, you should check it out, Josh. I don't know if you plan to. But...
1: It's uh, it's on my list. Um, <laughs> the unfortunate thing is time.
0: Yeah. Well, I understand that because you the essence these days. You're also probably looking for time when it's not TV time with you and Emily. You want to, you know, you don't want to override that TV time with this TV time. So I, I get it.
1: Yeah, and with the NFL season just finishing, where I have had all of the TV time. Oh, that's true. Every, every Sunday, true. Monday She's, evening, Thursday evening.
0: He's got you at a TV time deficit. You're saying. <laughs> Okay. try to pay a little back <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hear you uh well if anyone gets a chance i recommend it um but yeah that's on netflix um a couple other random notes uh like as far as nascar goes there was a another rules update um for the package at road courses and short tracks hopefully to improve the aerodynamics so that there's better passing I don't know that it's going to do that much but at least they're trying something so hopefully we just get better racing at those tracks but we all know that's needed. Um it's not going to be instituted for the clash but I kind of think that doesn't matter they're going so slowly around that tiny track. Um so not in place for that cuz that's coming up this weekend. Um but for later in the year. And then uh I've been, still been doing iRacing. racing. Uh they have a new series called Draft Masters which is basically just a rotation of Daytona, Talladega and different cars. And it's been super fun to just, like... And there's no caution, so it's always a quick, like, 20-lap race. Um So that's been fun. Uh They also updated the damage model, so that's been better. Um, they're sort of getting dynamic track back in the game, which seems to be working as far as I can tell, but I'm not really the expert on that, so I defer to people more experienced than me. Um And then they just updated the noses on the Camrys and the Fords, which, Josh, I don't know if you've looked at those uh, in the show doc. I... I Might as well talk about it now. Did you see these yet? What did you think of these? These nose updates? I did see them.
2: um, The
1: Camry doesn't really do much for me. Yeah. Um, It almost gives a funny looking body style, I think. And if I'm being honest, I like the original nose on the mustang too looked a little more classic
0: i'll give you that i i do agree the older mustang look was definitely more traditional of like what i picture a mustang but i think they they wanted to catch it up with the current mustang style and that's why they went with the new one um but i I kind of like the new mustang uh, personally i do agree with you with the camry I don't know, like, it looks like it's, like, nose got shoved in weird or something. I I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, there's something funny about her. Like, they made the hood, like, three inches shorter than it should actually be. Yeah, it doesn't
0: look right. But, yep, they're in uh, iRacing, so I had to update my paint schemes and stuff. Um, At least for the camera that I was using. Uh, Tried to make the most of the weird-looking car. It was kind of difficult, even to paint. So, yeah. Um... Only other thing on the iRacing horizon, really, is they've been talking about, like, adding rain, which isn't really useful for ovals, but road racing, you tend to race in the rain, so it be interesting to see when they get that in place. And they did have an update sometime in the off-season, or, like, our off-season, um, where they updated the grass, which I know seems silly, but before, if you got on the grass in iRacing, it was just, like, being on ice. You would just slide forever, you had, like, no grip at all. And it's like, okay, grass, you don't have much traction, but it's not like ice. Like, it's it's a little bit different. Um, So they've updated it so it actually feels more like, oh, I'm losing a little bit of control, but I can still steer. Um, So that's been nice uh, in terms of iRacing stuff, but that's all I got. I think this is uh, the only pod we're going to do before the Super Bowl, Josh. I don't know if you had any early bets or early, uh, whatchamacallit, what are the things, props?
1: uh i haven't even started looking at the props yet i think the uh most interesting thing there for me is gonna be uh taylor swift based props
0: Ooh, that's a why have i not thought about already geez.
1: you you know they're gonna be in there somewhere how many times um, she- i'm looking at the line right now i'm looking it up right now the last <laughs> i looked it was chiefs plus one um All right, so it's back to Chiefs plus two. It opened at Chiefs plus two and a half. Okay. Um, That's probably my favorite bet of the entire Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes getting
0: points. I'll take it. Yeah. At this point, after everything he's done in his career and especially this uh, postseason, you can't really doubt him.
1: Yeah, and that defense has been playing great. So. If the Chiefs and Mahomes are going to get points, I will take the points gladly.
0: That's the smart call. Um, I'm going to put over 7.5 times Taylor Swift gets shown during uh, after kickoff
2: and before the clock hits zero.
1: Oh, I think I would take the under on that, actually.
0: You think it's going to be a lot of pre- and post-game stuff?
1: I mean, there's obviously going to be pre and post game stuff, but I mean, that means you got to have eight big plays, not necessarily all, including Travis Kelsey, but just like eight big plays for the Chiefs. I don't That's a, that's a big number.
0: I think you could get a couple end of, end of half. uh, What the fuck was that call? Type shots, you know. Add a couple of those.
1: Yeah. Or are they going to do like the instant reaction to the touchdown, and then they re-show it as they cut to the commercial, and there yeah. you get two. Yep.
0: Get a two for. That's why I, I can't include pre and post game is because I feel like you know how they always do those like B roll shots of like shit to co- when they go to commercial break half of them are going to yeah. be Kelsey and Swift. Like oh here they are they're walking in oh here they were here they are here they were okay okay we get it we get it
1: <laughs> here here's a fun one for uh, I don't I'm sure this won't be in a sports book but if you do prop bet <laughs> prop bet sheets with your buddies um does the broadcast detail Taylor's travel Ooh. over the weekend leading up to the Super Bowl yes or no
0: <laughs> that's a fun one. I'm not going now.
1: I'm going. Yes.
0: Oh, interesting. That feels controversial.
1: Considering ESPN and sports center, like already talking about it and putting it on their socials. I bet it happens.
2: All right. We'll see.
0: All right. We've talked about most everything here. I wanted to, um, I guess we did talk before the podcast started a little bit about some of the off season changes that are happening, um, I'm not going to just list them all because half of them we already knew, but anything that jumps out at you, uh, looking at this list kind of in total.
2: Uh,
1: I was, a, I was a little surprised. I missed the Almarola news throughout the off season. So seeing Gregson in the 10, it was a little bit interesting to me. I don't hate it. Um, but I'm going to be very interested in seeing what that team has in it this year, because you know Al- Almarol on specific tracks was a pretty good bet last year. Um, obviously, Harvick retiring, he was always a good bet. Um, not really so much Custer, but Briscoe for sure has some moments. Um, it's a team that has has had speed but also middled in the pack. And I'm wondering if with a couple of young drivers in there now replacing the two vets, um, if the team's going to kind of take a little bit of a slide down. And yeah. uh, then the only other thing really is just, you know, my uh, Kevin Harvick Bush beer sponsor just shifting right over to my boy Chastain now. Yeah.
0: It's very nice. Yeah, I, I, We were talking about it, I think, last year, but but hopefully we get the – bush watermelon flavor this summer gotta have oh yeah
1: it has to they've done what peach and apple
0: yeah it's It's gotta be watermelon watermelon's like a a flavor of every kind of seltzer you want so I, i it's gotta happen all right. Um, oh, I was gonna say one more thing about the Stuart Haas stuff. Like you talking about their driver lineup made me realize, like they are truly, truly in like a rebuild phase. Like their drivers are Josh Berry, rookie; Gregson, second year; uh, Ryan Priest, thirdish year. He's been in and out of the Cup Series, um, and then Chase Briscoe, fourth year. I want to say maybe fifth, but all young guys. None of them very proven. None of them consistent. And it's going to be hard for that team to perform without a guy like Kevin Harvick leading it, I feel like. And they already were underperforming, so I'm with you on that team probably struggling out of the gate.
1: Oh, yeah, Ryan Priest is there now. I said Custer.
0: Oh, well, it's been it's been one of the two <laughs> for the past couple of years. I mean, they've both been in and out of the Xfinity series, so I don't blame you there. All right, should we uh should we talk about the clash? What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Um formats basically the same as last year. I'm not going to get into all the specifics. It's like if you want to read about it, there's a graphic on websites and on social media and everywhere. You'll figure it out. Um and the the easy gist of it is there's a bunch there's four heat races uh the day before the race that determines the top 20 that are going to start the race. And then before the race starts on Sunday, they have a last-chance qualifier with all the rest of the cars that didn't make it. And the top two of that advance, and then of all the people that were left out, somebody who is highest in points gets to race 150 laps. I think there's a halftime, um, so there's going to be 23 cars total in the 150-lap 100, race. And looking back at last year and the way that we handled like the sheet and everything... Um, the the only laps to count the, ra- the race itself is going to be those 23 cars so if you set a lineup today you could set a lineup with five drivers who aren't in the race so check your lineup sunday before the race if you're setting a lineup today or earlier than sunday um so make sure you're you're not gonna submit somebody who doesn't advance um so we'll probably do a, I will try to do like a redraft offline maybe uh saturday or sunday morning or something when we know 20 of the 23 um, that's probably a good enough amount to know to have a different opinion. Um, plus, we'll know how people performed in the heat races and all that. So, that's the format. Um, last year, True X One. Uh, there were a couple other surprises in the ideal lineup, like Priest that we talked about and Austin Dillon. Um, but the other regulars, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch. So, mix of surprises and regular guys you expect to see in an idea lineup. Um, but. Anything else? Did I confuse you in my rants or did I enlighten you?
1: No, you didn't confuse me at all. The fact that it's basically the same as last year is helpful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's every year I've been like, wait, what is what are they doing this year? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um, You're just
1: waiting for this document to get reformatted again soon.
0: No, nah, it's it's been pretty good. This it's been suiting suiting me well for a while now. It's hard to change. I mean, it's not hard to change because I always change it, but slowly. All right, I, so we have to do a draft, and I have no idea which one of us is supposed to go first, and I'm hoping you can just scroll back a page in your notes or something magical, but I have no idea.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I think I certainly can. Also, we should... I just thought of this. We should try to... Well, it might be too easy, but I was going to say we should try to draft a lineup that won't make it, but that is maybe over a certain dollar amount. Like a minimum of 30000 spent, but all your drivers have to miss the race. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that might be too intense. I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little much. I might do that on my own with Sarah and just be like, hey, you want to try this?
1: all
2: right
0: so it looks like you're first okay um i have a strategy and a thought process and i did fill out my little spreadsheet with some of the values that kind of correlate but i don't think it's giving away everything i'm thinking um so uh, oh one thing about the the prices for this week they are uh in a much tighter range um, the the cheapest driver is only five thousand, and that's pretty high for the cheapest. and the most expensive is only thirteen. It usually it goes up to like fourteen, fourteen point five. So obviously, with the new season, things are kind of resetting a bit. They're kind of resetting the the expectations for everyone and making it a little bit more affordable slash expensive, depending on what you're looking at. Um, so just putting that out
2: there before we get started. Okay. Uh, with that
0: Do you think said, it's
1: going to be only for the Clash.
0: Um, I, th- I mean, Daytona's usually like that too, I guess, because it's Daytona, right? Yeah. So I think once we get to Phoenix, if I'm remembering the schedule correctly, maybe, or maybe it's Atlanta. I don't know. Uh, wherever track they go to where it's not drafting, I think we'll probably get down to like 3.5 and four, and we'll get up to 14 because that's that's
2: what I expect the range to be most year most weeks.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see if we get a dominator starting to yeah. show up too.
0: Yeah, that obviously depends on results, but those are my guesses. Um, okay, I'll finally pick someone. Um, I'm going to start with I think I want to start with my buy low i'm gonna take
2: alex bowman or is he not a by low wait
0: oh he's not a by low i thought he was far enough down he would be but he's it's still ten thousand. hold on let me let me go a little cheaper i need to get below that line
2: oh uh, uh, austin dylan great yeah austin dylan for eight for by low Austin Dillon. All right. He
0: did do well here last year. I'm not exactly expecting that to translate, but we'll see.
1: I uh, was only half paying attention to you making that pick because I was hearing the uh, kid fussing. Oh boy. And we're in the middle of potty training, so I was curious yeah. if I was gonna have to run out of the room or not, but we're good. Nice. Um, all right, I'll just take my lock, start the season off with the Homer pick, the one at Chastain.
2: I kind of figured you'd go there. I was considering him. And why not just handcuff me to start the season off? Give me the five of Larson also. <laughs> All right. Just gonna take take the Chevy All-Stars.
0: Um I'm gonna go in response to that, I'm gonna go Byron. Although I probably don't need to pick him right now because I wouldn't expect you to go Byron with Larson on your team. So I'm gonna reconsider that for a second. Um, I'm not going to be able to afford Byron right and you, why would you if you wanted to spend that much more why would you put it in another driver on the same team
2: too many too much budget in one team basket um, so I'll save him and I will look
0: at let's see I already have one Chevy so let's diversify um I feel like chris busher's coming off a strong year i like him quite a bit at a reasonable price of 9.5 i feel like that takes a good budget pick away from what you might potentially
2: want um, and then
0: toyota i think i'm gonna go christopher bell because he feels pretty inexpensive for a toyota that performed pretty well last year um, plus I liked him in his interviews on the Netflix stock. So those are two good reasons for me.
2: All right. Back to me. Indeed. All right. Um, I'm getting your lineup in. Who am I missing? Dylan, Bell, and. Busher. Sure. Busher? Yep.
1: Busher.
2: I got AD, CB, and CB.
1: I uh, didn't play any DFS on FanDuel uh, since the season ended, so I had to bring it back to my phone from the cloud. <laughs>
0: Uh, I love that. That sometimes happens with me with like the Yahoo Fantasy Football app because I'm like, I don't think I need this this year, and then inevitably I end up in a league that needs Yahoo Fantasy Football. I'm like, all right, I'll re-download it. I have one league left there. I can't stand it.
2: <laughs> um.
1: All right. Let's just see what happens here. I'll take my bylaw with a forty-two of John Hunter Nemechek. Nice, going with the the new guy on the newly Toyota team.
2: And I gotta get a Ford in here somewhere. How much budget do you have left? Not much. Uh, 9500 for a driver. That's not terrible. Um, I'll just go with Briscoe. Nice, aggressive driver in a tight quarter race. Where is he? Oh, there he is. He's 9000 So when you
1: said you have 9,000, you mean 9,000 per
0: driver, right? Or 9,000
1: now. I had, I had 9,500 per driver. Now I have 10,000 per driver. Okay.
0: Because for a second, I was like, wait, you can't even fit two drivers into 9,500. <laughs> then I didn't realize you had already picked. Or were about to. You know what I mean. Uh, All right. <laughs> well, you know I'm picking Byron based on my earlier comment. Or at least I am committing to that earlier comment now. So I will take Byron. Um, which leaves me with eight thousand lefts, which means I'm looking at Eric Jones, Austin Cindric, Carson Hosevar, um Daniel Suarez, Hosevar did show promise last year, but on a new team that's not that fast, like Ty Dylan was in that car last year, and I I just don't I wouldn't jump on that bandwagon this early at that price. Um, I'd rather have a more experienced guy like Suarez, so I think that's where I'm in lean. Um, so I'll take the 24 and the 99 to round it out. All right.
2: And
1: I am going to get teammates here. Um, I'll take Alex Bowman in the 48 to round me out.
2: Nice. I like that pick, obviously. I tried to take it. <laughs> he was going to be your first pick. He was. He was. And then he just never fell right in the right place.
0: Do
1: we want to do a guys we miss line up for this, or...
0: I feel like we should just because Truex is sitting there being like, hey, I won this race last year and I'm not, no one picked me. (laughs) So I'm just curious what we can create with some of those guys. Um, Oh, I was going to tell you my general strategy for that draft um, was to lean on the Chevys because I'm predicting that the new Ford and Toyota noses are going to mean that the teams try something different with the car setups and that that either potentially could turn out really well or really bad, but it's like a high volatility. So, I'm seeing Chevy as like the safer play for me. So, that's kind of why I leaned on Chevy in my in my draft. But, uh, there'll be practice, and there'll be heat races, and that could change uh, my mind significantly. So, we'll see. You have, what, four Chevys? Three. I made sure I'd have one three. Three
1: Yeah, You got three,
0: and I got three. Yeah, so we both ended up doing that, but I don't know if you thought about it or if it just fell that way. Nope. <laughs> you just you just know what you're doing. <laughs> Something like that. Alright, so if we throw Truex in here, I feel like we can leave Denny out because he's expensive and teammate. Um, and then maybe Logano because he won it two years ago. Either Logano
1: or I was looking at putting the champ in. Oh, the sexy man himself, Ryan Blaney. Yeah, I like that pick better. Ryan high.
2: Um, does does the worm have a place in this list? Uh. <laughs> He's a Chevy. A Hendrick Chevy. I'm all right with putting him in. All right. That still leaves us with seventy-two hundred per driver. Yeah.
0: So let's see who's down. Here? By the way, Ryan Priest is way overpriced. Like I know he's done okay here, but and he's good at short tracks, but I don't. I don't know about that price. Wow, ten five. Yeah, that's that's really high.
1: Yeah. I don't think Ryan Priest should be the same price as Tyler Reddick. No,
0: no.
2: <laughs> it doesn't feel right.
0: Uh, what do you think about a Corey LaJoy or a Stenhouse or a McDowell? Someone in that range. Those were the three I was looking at.
2: Um probably lean mcdowell there same i was thinking the exact same thing so we have a toyota chevy atlanta i don't know if i really want cory lejoy All right, we've got 8,000 remaining. Eric Jones in the in the Toyota this year? I'm good with that. Yeah. John Hunter's teammate, why not? Fits fits right in the budget. So that's 199123443. Huh. all right like normal i've got all three lineups playing nice. and i have one lineup that i keep editing in order to keep the <laughs> thing going
0: I think I probably should have gone Larson first overall. I think that was my mistake in this draft. I was a little surprised you didn't. Yeah, me too
2: now. Looking back. All right. Oh,
1: now I know what tab I'm missing. (laughs) Weather? I was like, hold on a minute. I'm missing a tab right now. Oh wow! <laughs> Was not expecting this to be the forecast.
2: <laughs> Wait, what
1: is it? <laughs> uh, Saturday, a high of sixty, with a forty percent chance of afternoon showers. Sunday, a high of fifty-eight, with an eighty-six percent chance of rain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, well, SoCal, happy to be there. Uh, wow.
1: short track, uh, rain tires. Oh yeah, let's try them out.
0: It's it's an exhibition race. I mean, it's a perfect time, perfect time to try. Yep, it. absolutely. Throw them on cars, especially with them the cars not going over fifty. But yeah, it's perfect. It's literally the perfect test. <laughs> you heard it here first. We're gonna see chaos in the rain on Sunday, hopefully. I'd rather see that than a delayed race. I mean, I don't know about being in attendance, but sure it'd be entertaining. Just get spray all the way around the track. no one could see it all. yeah, what is the ten- what is the ten- she's just <laughs> looking at fog basically
2: just <laughs> a mist a hazy mist. Oh, this
1: will be great. uh, let's hope it's not a weathered delayed race because not going to be better uh, Monday 98% chance of rain Uh, we're looking at all highs in the upper 50s Tuesday 77% chance of rain Wednesday 44% chance of rain Thursday 51% Friday 45%
2: okay
0: (laughs) so let's just never go back this might actually be the LA,
1: last... is getting its annual rainstorm. Yeah,
0: the worst time. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, the three-year contract with the LA Col- Coliseum will end, and then we'll probably never come back. Uh, that's my prediction. You think so?
2: Yeah, I think it,
0: the novelty of it is wearing off, and especially if they have a rain-fucked-up race and they want to try different stadiums or a different preseason that isn't on the west coast like i don't know it just doesn't make sense to do like the west coast travel back to the east coast daytona 500 back to the west coast for three more races and back to the east coast and it also like doesn't make sense to build a track
2: every single year yeah Just a cost that, that's probably just not going to pay off eventually. So, yep, yeah, that's my guess. We'll see, though. Maybe it's going to be an amazing race in the rain. That would be cool. Um. Let's see. One more thing that I
1: think we should do before we sign off. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie of the Year pick.
2: Hmm. What are the options? I have to remind myself. Do we have an easy list? Should be
1: something. Uh, I'm oh. sure I can find that real quick. Meet the 2024 NASCAR Cup Series rookies.
2: Okay. So we Josh got Josh Berry, Zane Smith, and Carson Hosevar. Interesting.
0: Well, Hoefbauer is going to make the most noise. Barry's probably going to be the um most consistent but in the worst equipment. Well, maybe not the worst because they're both Inspire. That's not like a huge leap. So, I'd say they're maybe equivalent on team. Barry's going to be a little bit more steady. Uh Josavar is going to have really high highs and really low lows and then Zane Smith, I feel like not sure. He's the wild card for me. So, I'm going to I'll pick Zane Smith
2: for that specific reason. Hmm. It's a tough one. It's not like a hmm. slam dunk. Josh Berry didn't even win in the Xfinity at all last year. Yeah, I don't expect him to win. Of come coming from trucks...
1: Uh, just because he got some experience last year um, with Hendrick, I think I'll I'll take the uh, I would bet the I would guess the betting favorite. I'll I'll go with Josh
2: Berry for it. Okay. Sure. I don't I don't hate that pick. Um, I, I think anyone could make a case for any of them for different reasons. So it'll be interesting. Twenty two out of three of them heavily use iRacing. See. Seems like it's the uh, trending that way.
0: It is. It is.
2: All right. Well, that was fun.
0: Um, we will we'll won't have a pod next week because the uh, it'll be before the, the Super Bowl. Unless unless Josh, you want a pod, and then I'll pod. But <laughs> I assume you didn't want to do a Super Bowl podcast. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I'm always down. Um, but and then in two weeks we'll have the Daytona 500, so we'll try to podcast before that if we can. Um, no promises for any particular weeks or whatever this year because life is busy and crazy. So we'll we'll try to pod when we can, and hopefully we'll catch you in a couple weeks.
2: And I almost hit the disconnect button like an idiot, like oh I got I got to leave the call. <sighs>